Welcome to What's Your Hustle? To open 2021, I had a chat with a strong and driven individual who believes in personal wellness and getting healthy while on a journey of growth. With my guest Hannah, we talk about her hustle as a dietitian and author of Wellness on a Plate. We also talk about the importance of never giving up on your goals, and even the smallest milestones should be celebrated. So let's get into it. Here's What's Your Hustle, a journey of wellness, with my guest, Hannah Deacon. Hey listeners, it's Lima with What's Your Hustle, and I am here with a friend that I've known since high school, Hannah Deacon. How are you, Hannah? I am great. Thank you so much for having me today. As long as I've known you, you've always been go, go, go. And the reason I wanted you here today is because your story is just so inspiring to me as someone who just never gives up and you are the definition of hustle. So I thought it would be perfect to (laughs) have you on here. First of all, let's start with kind of who you are and what your kind of beginnings are. Yeah, so... um... If people don't know me, my name is Hannah Deakin. Um, I'm a registered dietitian and a personal trainer. Um, I have a lot to share today in, in the podcast, um, but uh, my my life has been uh, difficult. It's been a lot of challenges, but I really believe that when you set your mind to something um, and you go after it, you can achieve it. And uh, I have my private practice right now, Hannah Deakin Dietitian and fitness coach for the past uh, three years. And as you said, you are a dietitian and personal trainer, fitness coach. What came first, being a dietitian or being a fitness coach? So the dietitian part uh, came first. I finished my degree requirements in 2013, uh, became a dietitian, and then once I completed my hospital rotations and then the registration exam, then I became a registered dietitian in 2015. I became a personal trainer in 2018. And you are also, I, I didn't know this about you, I saw your story yesterday, but you're also, you have a certificate or degree in makeup aesthetics. Yes, yes. yeah, <laughs> that's the, the fun part. I really love everything health and beauty, and so, yeah, I love, I love that. And it's nice and easy when you're just like on the go and you're like, I need to put this together and I want it to make it look good. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I remember when I first started uh, putting my makeup on and I struggled and I was like, why does this not look good? (laughs) So I went on, it was, I think 2008 when I did the makeup certification, it was just for me to kind of learn how to apply the makeup and it's been helpful. (laughs) Especially when you're doing it for yourself, it's something that, oh, this is like a nice, neat little trick that I've learned and I can keep growing with just little things for yourself you don't even have to do it for other people and that's the beauty I think of hustle is like you're doing it for yourself absolutely yeah yeah what was the inspiration behind becoming a dietitian so I've always known that I wanted to become a dietitian um this belief was uh confirmed when I was in grade nine so the inspiration uh, came about uh, due to a couple of things. So the first thing was um, when I was really young, uh, my dad was diagnosed with diabetes. And I remember him going to see a dietitian. And I remember how much she helped him with managing his diet and blood sugars at the time. So I would say that was my first inspiration. Uh, the second came from the fact that uh, when I was about, I would say about 13, um, I struggled with emotional eating myself. I was very involved in sports. 
So I was my school's long distance running champion and sports leader. <laughs> I also performed in dance from a young age. So this all came with some body image struggles yeah. um, as a teenager. So it all really started with the desire to uh, learn to help people and help myself. I was really adamant, even at a young age, <laughs> there was a way to heal because I couldn't live my life with the cycle of dieting and stress eating. Um, I also wondered how much further I could have gotten with my athletics had I focused on better nutrition versus yeah. the site the dieting cycle I was in. So when I started my first year of university, um, that was my first step of awareness and, and healing. I worked on myself for years and I can finally say that I have a completely healthy relationship with food now. So this is why I'm really passionate about helping people develop a healthy relationship with food and break free from the emotional eating and the preoccupation with food all the time. So I'm, I'm in this really to change lives. I'm very passionate about it in helping people gain the confidence and the tools to live a healthy lifestyle and achieve their goals, especially weight loss and sports nutrition. Oh, that's amazing. That own personal journey of yours led you into becoming a dietitian. What did the academics of that journey look like? Yeah, so <laughs> the academics journey was a, a long one. Um, so it all started, of course, with the why, like why I wanted to do this. Uh, as I mentioned, is to help inspire people, um, and really that nutrition doesn't need to be complicated. Um, weight loss can be achieved without dieting. <laughs> so the uh, the academic journey, so I took the right courses um, in high school, so uh, it was about grade 9 when I knew I wanted to be a dietitian, so I took the right courses, went into the nutrition and food sciences degree program at the U of A, uh, University of Alberta. Uh, the the program and the journey um, of becoming a dietitian was difficult, so I spent years of uh, volunteering to achieve the right hours um, and experience to apply. So I completed a double major. The first one was focused on aspects of food safety, production, and food engineering. Uh, then the other was my clinical nutrition major. So this is where I learned about nutrition metabolism, clinical nutrition. Uh, so to get into uh, the dietetic internship program, this is the program to become a registered dietitian, we needed to first have a competitive GPA, uh, apply to the clinical nutrition major. From there, I had to apply to this dietetic internship. So the prerequisites were the clinical nutrition major, the volunteer experience, letter of intent, resume, references, and then once selected, you had to pass the MMI, the multiple mini interview. So it was a long process. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I started the my internship, the dietetic internship in hospitals across Alberta. So that was in 2013 when I was allowed to use the title dietitian. Um, after that, I wrote my registration exam and became a registered dietitian in 2015. Amazing. <laughs> long journey. <laughs> it's a long journey, but I mean, look at the payoff now. It's yes. just, it's something that you're always you're going to have forever. And, and it's no joke that when people say, like, if you want to achieve your dreams, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be the longest journey of yes. your life, but it's something that you come out of even stronger, which Absolutely. is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. And you can say like, well, I can, I can handle, you've become this resilient person for sure. Being a dietitian and a personal trainer you have the ability to influence someone's life to bring about positive change in their lives. Who has influenced your life and the path you are on? Yeah, so um, my mother has been my inspiration. <laughs> yes, she's a successful dentist and co-owns her own clinic, uh, dental clinic, Deacon Dental. 
Um, I have seen doors close in her face and obstacles coming her way. Um, through all of that, she never gave up. She persevered and worked hard to reach her dream of opening up her own dental clinic. So she inspires me to never give up and never stop growing and learning. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing about moms. That's They become... My parents are immigrants, I'm your parents as well, and they come to the country wanting more for their kids yes. and like to achieve their dream of more, whether it be through education or finding their own path. It's something that they're always proud of. At the end of the day, yeah, sure, they, they drill into us, like, get your education, but yes. I find like at the end of the day when we become adults and we take what they learned us and mm-hmm. we're decent human beings, they're like, well, that is my dream. That is what I came here for my dream is to see my children grow and succeed. And that's really, that's it. Just the basics of it. Absolutely. And then inspiring their kids to uh, pursue their dreams and what makes them happy. Yeah. For the next generation. So Absolutely. That they can be like, if, if you're their offspring, if we choose to have kids and they can say, well, my grandchildren are another dream that right. I can achieve. So it's a, it's a, it's definitely a legacy thing that they leave behind, which is a beautiful thing when you think about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mental health plays a large part in the overall health of a person. What are some things you do to take care of your mental health? Yeah, I honestly couldn't agree more. I think mental health plays a massive role in our lives. Um, part of my certification, I'm a craving change facilitator. Um, to explain to people all the time what that is. So with that, I learned um, cognitive behavior therapy strategies that I use with my clients to improve outcomes and with myself. Um, So this stems from the idea that our thoughts affect our feelings and our feelings can trigger behaviors that can become our habits. So when a negative thought ever crosses my mind, I start with really evaluating the facts. What is the evidence that this is true? Probably not a lot of evidence. So... Uh, why let this negative thought impact my feelings, right? So I proceed to then replace this thought with a healthier one, right? So this takes a lot of practice, of course, yes. just being really mindful of when those thoughts uh, come in. Uh, so I've seen massive improvement, you know, with myself and continue work on myself doing that. Okay, if something negative comes in, how can I change that thought into something more positive? So I feel when I'm when I'm ever feeling down, um, I always assess why I'm feeling this way, what can I do about it to ensure that this does not impact my mental health, work, relationships, or day-to-day life. Um, I really believe that anything is possible when you set your mind to it. So I never, if I ever feel discouraged, um, I'm always evaluating what the fears are. So I think that's the biggest thing. Like, what is the fear? Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I feeling in this moment? What is getting in the way of me achieving my dreams? What are my wants and needs? Because that's the biggest thing. When you really know what you want, then you're like, okay, what's getting in the way? What can I do to get there um, and to keep moving forward? So from there, what, what, what I do is, okay, I evaluate that. I take those actionable steps to get me to where I need. And then I keep assessing the process and how I feel. So I really suggest if anyone is struggling to um, really use that kind of similar process, reaching out to a support network, always asking for help, uh, seeking therapy or self-help books, you yeah. know, never giving up on yourself. And there's right? definitely nothing wrong with therapy. Absolutely and not. There's this, like, for years and years, I think, because we are the new-ish generation that is tr- truly, fully embracing yes. going to therapy. Absolutely. Talking about mental health. It's because, you know, our generation that we were 
brought up in by our parents. It's not something they really talked about. Agreed. And the most beautiful thing about it is we are embracing that change of it's okay. Like, yes, it is it is hard. It is scary. But, you know, yes. that stigma does not need to be there. And it is okay to admit that you need help. Absolutely. It's a hard time right now, and especially in this time of COVID and uncertainty and a yes. lot of places going into second lockdown. It's a, And, you know, seasonal depression is a very real thing. And it's a lot going on, especially in these times. And I think we do definitely have to normalize, like, whether it be your friends having just a complaint session or your boss having a complaint session or, you know, listening to a podcast, getting onto a podcast, or even just Zooming with a therapist. There's so many online resources that I cannot stress enough, utilize. Yes. (laughs) That is what they are here for, is to be utilized. Absolutely. Seeking that help. There's really no shame then and it's fantastic reaching out and taking care of yourself. It's yeah. so important. Yeah, I, I totally agree. <laughs> Not stress, stressing it out enough. <laughs> Reach out, seek the help. Yeah. Yeah. You are also a published author. You released a cookbook, I believe this year, right? Yes. Yes, this yeah. year. June of 2020. <laughs> well, the wellness on a Plate. What was the inspiration behind the title? Yeah, so um, I was really debating between a lot of uh, titles um, so I called it Wellness on a Plate, and then I decided to go with the tagline, uh, When Healthy Meets Quick. So I wanted something that was catchy, um, but also convey really what the cookbook is, is all about. Yeah. So that was really the inspiration behind that title. <laughs> what was the experience like releasing a book, let alone like your own baby that you have input into? Yes. Which is like, <laughs> it is my baby, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it was a long, tough, but rewarding journey. Um, so I can start with talking about, you know, a bit about the book, how it started, the inspiration yeah. behind writing that book. Uh, so I've been a dietitian for several, several years, and um, I every time I saw uh, my clients, I know they struggled with not having enough time to prepare uh, meals that are healthy, quick, delicious. <laughs> so to cope, often people turn to processed foods. Um, it's the quick, I'm on the road. I'm absolutely like a snack wrap, but like 10 snack wraps add up. Yeah. 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 Or, or it could be, um, you know, ice caps or yeah. not being, you know, mindful and, um, and they don't realize it, right. They, they have good intentions, not realizing that these are foods that have a lot of um, additives, sugar, yeah. preservatives, um, right? So, so I noticed that it was a trend. People were just asking for quick, easy, healthy recipes. Um, so that motivated me to design my own meals and create a cookbook. Uh, I really, I really love helping people, and so I was like, well, this would be a great opportunity to not only help my clients but really help anybody throughout the world because yeah. anybody can um, order the book. So I, I realize there's also a lot of information out there on the internet and uh, nutrition is a relatively new field. And so there's a lot of information and it can leave people confused. So I decided to embed, um, there's uh, like nutrition tips and myth busting uh, sections. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, for the cookbook. And so between the recipes, there are some some tips um, in there as well, like increasing iron absorption or um, being mindful of 
calorie of this or yeah. yes, just kind of some tips. So, um, and then in the beginning of the cookbook, I have an educational portion. So it talks about what a balanced plate is, label reading. So I, it's kind of, um, educational yeah. cookbook as well. Cause I, I was like, well, I want to provide these recipes, but I want to provide some knowledge and education. I'm all about that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was, um, the mission is really to spread that awareness, myth bust, um, providing people with an easy and valuable resource, um, to show that healthy eating doesn't need to be complicated or tasteless. So a bit about the book, there's, uh, 50 recipes. So there's, uh, breakfast, entrees, snacks, smoothies, salads, salad dressings, desserts. Uh, so a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, they're all diabetes friendly, uh, heart healthy, modifiable. Uh, so I have tips um, to mod- modify and then um, there's also the caloric information. So the uh, the journey behind the books, it was a tough one because obviously that was my first time publishing a book. Yes. So it was a lot of learning. <laughs> so for example, uh, this was the first one. So in the beginning, I thought I could just snap a quick a photo on my phone <laughs> that didn't turn out as expected <laughs> and of course I wanted the pictures to look great I wanted to look very professional uh, so as you know I believe in personal growth and, and learning and embracing those challenges so I was really faced with two options there so when I really realized taking a, a cell phone picture didn't look professional so thought about hiring a photographer or you know a, a designer to design the book and uh, but I just thought that would be the easy option. <laughs> so, and I, I really believe it's the things we work the hardest for that reward us the most. Absolutely. So I went with my second option um, and staying authentic. Um, I learned about professional photography, lighting, yeah. assembly. Uh, so uh, it was a definitely a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then learning about graphics also helped me in designing uh, the cookbook, which I'm very proud of. Um, I also knew that including the caloric information would be very valuable. Little did I realize how much time and effort it took to calculate all of the information. So that took a lot of time for sure. Yeah. But I knew it was important to release a quality product. Um, so it was worth it. And that made me more excited to publish it. Um, I received a lot of positive feedback from people who bought it so far. So yes. yeah, the hard work paid off. And <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's been a journey, but very rewarding. So nice when you see like we have mutual friends that are cooking your meals, and you're like, oh my god. Yes, I meals. love it, and yeah, and then they message me pictures, and I love it, and yeah. I, I was just like, oh. <laughs> makes me so happy I'm all so happy hard, I love it all your hard work is not for nothing yes, yes. I love it yeah <laughs> it makes me so happy <laughs> you are a huge advocate as we said for growth and you were always pushing past your limits what are you currently working on yeah so as I mentioned yes I'm a huge believer in really constantly improving yourself personally and professionally um, I continue to seek continuing education to always better myself and my private practice so I can provide a lot of value for my clients. So um, I am currently enrolled in a one-year postgraduate degree program uh, in nutrition for sport and performance. Uh, it's a very intensive program, uh, which I will complete in April of 2021. And then I will be specialized and certified as a sports dietitian to help more athletes achieve peak performance. Um, in this course, I learn a lot, not just about um, sports nutrition for 
endurance athletes, but such as runners, but also strength athletes such as bodybuilders. So this knowledge I can use with my weight loss clients who simply want to get leaner as well. So it's been really valuable, as you know, from my um, story in my childhood. It's yeah. a it's an area that I'm very passionate about. So yeah. I'm really happy doing it. <laughs> And as you said, you are becoming a sports dietitian, which is wonderful. I think just from the media, from what we see of sports, it's a big thing in the media. And just Mm -hmm. having that exposure, it's just, you know, it's it's just this hurdle and lesson that, you know, you can do anything. Absolutely. Put the work in, put your mind to it. Yes. It's going to be hard, but keep dreaming and, like, you can achieve your dreams. Yes, sure. it's not easy. The it's, journey's difficult. It's not easy. Don't give up. <laughs> Are you a big sports fan, and what is your favorite sports team? Yes. I absolutely love sports. Um, so, as I mentioned, as I was young, um, I would perform and dance so salsa dancing is one of my favorites um I competed in the worlds in salsa dancing in December of 2017 yeah so yeah I, I love it uh I miss dancing with COVID for <laughs> sure um weightlifting is another one I also competed in bodybuilding in 2018 and um, I love hiking just being out there yeah. in nature yeah, yeah so um with regards to professional teams, I mean, I was in a professional dance team myself, but uh, the correct answer would be the Oilers, <laughs> the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> Representing the city. Yes. <laughs> if you could train with anyone, who would you train with? Yeah, I <laughs> um, I would actually love to train with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a tiny five one, so That's that would okay. be funny. But I would love it, and uh, I was just you know imagining it in the background. It'd be Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> That would be an amazing experience. I would love that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's all. I love it. I didn't expect it. Shout out, Arnold. <laughs> what have been some challenges that you've faced along your journey? Yeah, so um, the first challenge, there were several. I'll just mention a few. Yeah. Uh, the first challenge I faced was the university program. As we talked about, it was a very long program, so... It was eight years in total, um, so that was difficult, but I persevered and made it. Uh, I went through a lot of tough times during the program, but I always knew that was my dream, so I didn't give up. I was right. like, okay, always find a solution. Um, the second um, challenge, I would say, was growing a successful business in my private practice. Um, Hannah Deacon, dietitian and fitness coach. It took years, three years, um, almost four, four years, I guess, in July before um, took a lot of hard work and perseverance mm-hmm. um, to grow as well. And, of course, publishing my cookbook, as I mentioned, yeah. had its challenges. Um, that took about two or more years as well. But it's yeah. all a great learning experience. I always believe, you know, whatever you go through just makes you that much stronger. Absolutely. You learn from those experiences and that helps you move forward. That's the most beautiful thing, I think, about your journey is it's definitely a story that will that you can tell and, you know, keeps going as you get older because we're in that generation well, well, we're going to keep going past that, right? And it's an inspiration even to our parents probably. Like, my kids are doing it, I'm doing it too. It just keeps you young and keeps you going and never giving up on your path is what's important. Absolutely, and that's why I'm a huge advocate of 
you know, choosing something that you absolutely love and that you're passionate about and helping people because you love that journey and you want to keep going on that journey. And I tell people, you know, there's always that fear of starting, but we all have, you got to start yeah, somewhere start and just, somewhere. and just learn the, the, you know, publishing the book or starting my business. I yeah. have no idea what to do yeah. starting. But I just knew, you, just gotta start. you know, I, I like the Nike, just do it, you just know, do just it. do yeah. it, just start and, uh, and learn and yeah. grow and you'll get there. What have you learned about yourself so far since being on your path? Oh, this is something that I've you know, thought about for a while. I was like, what am I learning about myself? And, and I remember somebody asking me, he's like, what would you, if you had to sum yourself up in one word or to mm-hmm. be in it? So I learned that I'm a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> when faced with challenges, um, of course, it's very difficult. But I always say when you have a problem, find a solution. And really, that's what I'm all about. I've noticed that about myself. Um, you know, life, you know, will continue to throw its obstacles at us. That's how life is. It's difficult. It's got its mm-hmm. challenges. COVID is another one. Uh, we always adapt, um, you know, when with COVID, I had to adapt and move my business completely online through Zooms where I meet my, my clients. Um, I had the time to finally get, publish my book. And although I wanted to do, you know, a book signing event, yeah. but I said, well, let's look at the positive sides. I'm not going to let that impact me. I'm just going to continue moving forward and yeah. just publish the book and, uh, you know, wrap it up, leave it at the door, or, you know, this is how it's been, or have a nice thing dropping about it off. That is people are literally home. People love it. Cook. People have been loving the Zoom, actually, because yeah. you don't have to drive now with the snow. You don't have to drive or go out there. Uh, you're in the comfort of your own home. I have a lot of um, clients with, with children, uh, so that uh, can make it difficult to also drive to meet. So, it, so yeah, a lot of people have been loving it so it's really looking for opportunities adapting i think adapting focusing finding solutions to keep moving forward um in the direction of my dreams has been kind of what i'm learning about myself (laughs) what advice would you give to those feeling stuck when it comes to following your dreams yeah so of course the first thing is never give up um Breaking it down into manageable SMART goals and what SMART goals are, that refers to specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So that's the biggest thing. So when we have a a big goal or big dream, um, it can seem difficult to achieve. When we break it down to smaller bits, it's more um, achievable. Um, So so that's the first thing, breaking it down to smaller manageable goals um, that will increase the likelihood of us achieving those goals that would ultimately lead us to to really the big dream and like I said earlier um you know life is difficult continues to throw whatever obstacles at you just gotta adapt focus keep going (laughs) keep growing keep learning and keep moving forward yeah you're also a big supporter and fan of celebrating your milestones absolutely absolutely and I tell my clients that all the time you know if an example of say you have 50 pounds to lose you're at 10 pounds and you know you want to celebrate that too I tell them you know celebrate buy new t-shirts you know that helps you with moving forward um when I published my book I decided I'm still going to do a mini celebration at home you know 
that helps because a lot of times we forget how far we've come mm-hmm. and and then that people tend to be hard on themselves that way um so really important to celebrate those milestones that will help with pushing you forward yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are your top five songs my top five songs <laughs> so a lot of them are on you know inspiration motivation yeah. type of thing um the first one I was actually listening to it on the way here. Um, it would be Girl on Fire, Alicia Keys. Yes. Yeah, Girl on Fire, absolutely. Um, the second one, I would say Fighter by Christina Aguilera. Uh, if you listen to the words both, you'll know why. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are. Um, yeah, I, I love that one. And then... Uh, Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> when you're working out with Arnold. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> where can the listeners find you online and where can they find your cookbook for purchase? Yeah, so uh, they can find me on Instagram um, at HD underscore dietitian um, with a T, dietitian. <laughs> uh, Facebook, Hannah Deacon, dietitian and fitness coach. Uh, they can check out my website, uh, so I have a link to purchase my cookbook on there, as well as my dietitian services. So that would be um, .com. Um If anybody needs help or, or a signed copy of my cookbook, they can also uh, email me at wellnessbyhd at gmail.com. I would absolutely love to help. Oh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hannah, I'm so glad that I got to sit down with you. I feel like I haven't seen you anyways, COVID, but pre-COVID in a very long yeah, time. Yes, it's been years, yeah, <laughs> so I'm really happy to be able to to, to do this. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. Of course, thank you for sharing your story. You are an inspiration. Thank you. And as a woman, I thank you for always just supporting just us as sisters and sticking together and supporting people in their dreams. I think that's incredible and it speaks to your character. And I think that that's a wonderful thing. Thank you. Yeah. It really brings me a lot of joy when I see people um, achieving their dreams, becoming best version of themselves. um, You know, whether it's their nutrition goals, fitness goals, or career goals, personal goals, just really makes me, happy to see that oh perfect i will leave hannah's uh links in the description of this episode and i want to thank her again for sitting down with what's your hustle thanks guys so much thank you for listening to what's your hustle created produced and hosted by yours truly halim hussein be sure to check us out and follow us on instagram at what's your hustle podcast subscribe listen rate review on apple Podcasts. follow on spotify as well as anywhere else you stream podcasts and until next time whatever your hustle is you got this